strongest way. It's a country-saving election. I'm going to be making a very big announcement on Tuesday, November 15th, at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. It's Trump last night. I'm going to make a big announcement, but not today because I don't want to. I don't want to detract. From one of the biggest midterms, at least in recent political memory. Biggest midterms ever. And I will say it. I know we like to say it every election time, but really one of the most important elections of our lifetime. And I, I think there's some truth to that here when you look at the overall direction of the nation. The wokeness demanding that we refer to somebody by whatever their chosen pronoun is. By just wanting, we can look to St. Louis and what the mayor is trying to do there. They're just looking for a basic universal income program. Just hand out money. And that's why this midterm election is so important because it's about getting that mindset. You don't even have to put a D behind their name. It's that mindset. Now, I'll tell you, most of the people that have that mindset, they happen to have Ds behind their names. So this is really, I, you know, I don't think we're exaggerating here. We say it every election, most important election of our lifetime. I think there is something to this. And if I'm exaggerating, you know, you can let us know. 874 93-98-74-93-90. And I'll tell you, by, by the way, election. Polls are open now. Reach out to us. Uh, let us know what you're seeing at the polls today. Let us know uh, if you're seeing any Department of Justice officials in Cole County. What happened there in this meeting yesterday, Marsh? Sounds like uh, Jay Ashcroft and Steve Korsmeyer do a line in the sand because those Department of Justice officials said they wanted to sit in inside the polling places. Cole County's clerk said absolutely not. Jay Ashcroft, Secretary of State, backed them up. So they will be outside select Jefferson City, Cole County polling places, but will not be allowed inside. And see, what's interesting about that, that sums it up perfectly, John. But I also followed up with Don Ledford yesterday, who is with the U.S. Attorney's Office career employee and, and Brandon mm-hmm. you know him well career employee he's worked for US attorneys who've been appointed by Democratic and Republican presidents pretty pretty straightforward guy and he made it clear that they will be outside the polling locations now but what we don't know and we tried to press Jay Ashcroft about this yesterday how will people know that these uh, monitors, these representatives from the DOJ, are with the DOJ? Are they going to have name tags? We don't know that. Uh, yeah, raid jackets or something uh, like FBI agents. Yeah, and, and, and we're not uh, being facetious when we say that because basically what they're going to have to do is comply with the 25-foot uh, electioneering provision that anyone else, let's just say, um, let's just say hypothetically Dave Griffith wanted to campaign, which he could. He'd have to stay 25 feet away. Everybody knows that. Same with the DOJ. But how are people going to even know who they are? That I'm unclear about. And Don wasn't really able to get us a whole lot of guidance on there. Other than there, they will be in Jeff City and Cole County. Uh, Somebody had a great question, by the way, regarding electioneering. Mm -hmm. We had somebody, we're talking about the National Guard, Amendment 5. That's an easy yes, by the way. And and I think throughout the morning, we will continue to tell you how to vote on any of these amendments. I'm, I'm, I kid when we say that, but if you have any questions or you want to know how to vote on something, we can at least, at the very least, share with you how it is that I'm voting. I don't know what anybody else is, uh, is on board with. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm wondering, when it comes to that electioneering stuff, somebody says, I'm in the National Guard, I wear my uniform all the time. Is that electioneering if I go to a poll place in my National Guard uniform? And that's, with their amendment on the ballot this yeah, time. Yeah, with an amendment on the ballot. And I'm wondering... 
So I'm wearing my shirt today. And if you're watching our, and you can watch our show on YouTube anytime. Yeah, we're at Wake Up in Missouri. Uh, I'm wondering, would this be electioneering if I went to the polls in this shirt today? You know, it's possible. I think when in doubt, and again, I, 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 uh, when in doubt, and I think, I think you'd probably be okay. Is, is Jay Ashcroft said yesterday to, to, I think you asked that question. It went, he thinks the guy would be okay, but it's always good to check. When in doubt, it wouldn't hurt to check with your county clerk sure. or certainly check or both with the, with the Ashcroft's office. And you can call their office as well. Or one of producer Hannah's golden rules. If you have to ask, oh man, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> so, um, but it, I could say it's my name. I'm wearing a shirt that says "Let's Go Brandon." And if you go to our YouTube channel and see, I wonder would this be considered electioneering if I were to walk into a polling place today with my my name is Brandon. If I were to walk into a polling place today with this shirt saying "Let's Go Brandon," and there's a bra- there was a Brandon on the ballot. Yeah, I I don't know the those are those are more quite Brianna would have probably Lennon or Jay Ashcroft would, for instance, if somebody wore a, a Make America Great hat or Biden Harris. I mean, it, there's all sorts of different scenarios. I don't know, and I I think the um, again uh, I don't know. I, I those are those are interesting questions. I would think they'd be okay because you'd be voting. But that would be something that would be more along the line of uh, Brianna Lennon or Jay Ashcroft. Certainly, I think he answered the question pretty good about them, pretty well about the National Guard. Well, I'm excited. Uh, Steve Korsmeyer, Cole County Clerk. Make sure you are here at 710. Steve Korsmeyer joins us here on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS. We're going to find out what went down in that meeting yesterday. So we know the news accounts. We know actually what happened. But I want to hear from Mr. Korsmeyer. By the way, kudos to him and to Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. That's a baller move. Department of Justice comes into your town and you come into the office and you have your cups of coffee and you sit there and you fold your legs and you politely tell the feds, yeah, no, you're not going to be inside of her polling places. You can stand outside. That's a baller move. Kudos to Steve Korsmeyer and Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. I know it's only Tuesday. It's election day, but I'm I'm putting those two guys on my list for winners of the week on a feel-good Friday at 8.35. And they per- they prevailed on their position. Yep. They did. They were the, the feds. DOJ, were we understand, Brian, is going into 64 locations yes. uh, nationwide. And as I remember, a couple of elections ago, they were in St. Louis, weren't they? They were in St. Louis, uh, and they've been, and if you look at that list, John, it's interesting. There are it's a mixture of blue and red states. Quite a few in Massachusetts. Uh, they're in Pennsylvania. They are in Michigan. But then they go to some red states like Missouri as well. To the best of my knowledge, John, you and I have been around a long time. I've never seen him in <laughs> Mid Missouri. I've never seen him in Jeff City. I certainly have not seen him in Cole County. <laughs> Houseworth with a self inflicted age joke, Hannah. Yes, <laughs> Andy took John Marsh down with him. Uh, this yeah, is, I can relate. Yeah, and if they were, they were so far in the background that maybe they weren't even there on a you know on a publicized basis. Or that's something. right. Exactly. Uh, Harmeet Dillon. Uh, who is with the Republican National Lawyers Association and happens to be chummy with her very own Stephanie Bell, who's not on the show today. She is in St. Louis doing important stuff as it relates to the uh, election. So the Department of Justice, and they're in the key states. They're in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. today. They're in uh, Arizona. Uh, they're in Ohio. Harmeet Dillon, 
of the Republican National Lawyers Association talking about the number of personnel that the feds are sending out to election places. The Democratic Party is so hysterical about the likely losses tomorrow that the Department of Justice announced late today that they're sending lawyers to all the counties where they're thinking that they're going to lose big, including six of the uh, heaviest populated counties here in Arizona. So that's Harmeet Dillon, Republican National Lawyers Association, saying the Department of Justice are sending personnel out specifically to places where they think potentially Democrats could lose. And that is a frightening proposition. And we'll go back to what happened just this past Feel Good Friday, that report coming out from Republicans regarding the Department of Justice and the FBI weaponizing their law enforcement capabilities for political gain. That is, these aren't conservative talking points. These are real things that are happening. To that, what she just said, and, and, and again, I had not heard that soundbite until you played it, when I just heard that, the first thing I thought of is when they picked Cole County, that is one of the most heavily Republican counties. Used to be Democratic, very, very strong Republican. The Democrats don't have a lot of strength down there at all. In fact, most of those offices are uncontested. So I was surprised they picked Cole County, Jefferson City. But interesting soundbite there. Uh, interesting text from Terry says, My polling place in Ovaz had about quadruple the normal people at this time in the morning. I love that stuff. What are you seeing out there? Send us a text, 874-9390. Mike, when will we know? if democracy has ended <laughs> you know it was interesting joe biden last week democracy he made several speeches and kept driving home democracy is at stake you gotta vote for democrats blanket vote for democrats because our democracy is at stake and it was funny because he said this on the same night i'm out having dinner with a member of the wake up columbia family we're at a restaurant we're at park restaurant right off of 63 in between columbia and ashland and kind of and i like to duck in on other people's conversations try to hear what it is that people are talking about <laughs> which is funny because if i try to have a conversation with you you can't hear me <laughs> i don't listen if the people are talking to me i don't listen but i surreptitiously try to hear what's happening in your conversations so I'm listening to these conversations, and it's obvious for real talk. Uh, people talk about, oh, well, we got to get the kids after soccer practice tonight, or we've got this coming up this weekend, or, man, the economy. Did you see what I just paid for gas in Jefferson City and these and the bills? That's as I duck into conversations, whether it's in checkout lines at the grocery store, at restaurants, whatever. Those And it's consistent. People do. They are talking about the economy. You know what? I have not heard one person talking about, well, I'm eavesdropping on conversations i've not heard one conversation <gasps> i'm freaked out about our democracy <laughs> i haven't heard that john have you heard anybody talk about that as a voting point no no i haven't heard oh my god democracy's at stake we gotta get out nobody's talking about that that's no, not president well besides you're right besides the president and the guy pointed out this is the most important election of our time <laughs> biden I don't know if you heard this. Uh, when he was running for president, I think it was 88. I can't remember. He was uh, widely he was widely known that he was just, uh, he was plagiarizing, stealing speeches from other people. And we think that he's been doing it again while campaigning, trying to prop up Fetterman. John's gone knocked down, but he gets back up. He's gotten up quickly. John Pretty sure he's plagiarizing. Chumbawamba, the old song, Tub Thumping. That's how bad it is. <laughs> They're not plagiarizing Lincoln, Gorbachev, 
plagiarizing uh, Chumba Wumba's tub thumping. We are so glad you are here. We will have complete election coverage tonight. Me, Marsh Howsworth, Randy Tobler, Gary Nolan, other hosts from uh, from the uh, radio station. This starts tonight, 8 o'clock. Make sure you tune in. Meanwhile, keep your text coming in to us, 874-9390. I'd like to see what... Uh, See what you're seeing out at the polls this morning, and maybe you spot. I wonder if the Department of Justice, if they'll wear the big law enforcement, you know, the the big re- yellow lettering on the back of their jacket. Well, their enforcement arm is the FBI, All so right. maybe look for agents in the raid jackets. Uh, yeah, if you're a voting in Cole County, take today, their picture and send it to us. Take your pictures, send them to us. It'd be interesting to see what it is you're saying because you're our eyes and ears coming up. Uh, we're going to be doing the daily DC rundown. Another round of Biden's. Bold predictions, uh, and it's insane. We're doing that five minutes from now here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Hundreds of thousands of dollars, even millions of dollars in pandemic relief loans had their loans forgiven or trying to block this relief. There's more of that unity. Joe Biden criticizing you if you're a MAGA Republican. That's getting us into today's daily D.C. rundown here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Some things Joe said uh, last night. He said, we're going to shock the hell out of the world. Uh, And this is even before the outcomes are decided. The final day of voting in this year's midterm elections here now an intense focus on the voting itself. Now, Election Day this year marked by concerns about further harassment and the potential for disruptions at polling places and at election offices where ballots are tallied. Election officials say they are prepared to handle any issues that arise, urging voters not to be deterred. No major problems reported during the early voting period. Even before the pandemic, many states had begun to shift away from a single day of voting to offer days or weeks of early in-person voting. Coast to coast, candidates and big-name backers made final appeals to voters yesterday, last hours of a fraught midterm election season. Republicans excited about the prospect of winning back Congress. I got to tell you, here at the radio station yesterday, Stephanie Powell and um, the Show Me Institute. Show Me Institute, kind of a nonpartisan think tank. They dive into the financial numbers, economics, macroeconomics. When these things happen, this is how it affects us. They do amazing work, nonpartisan. Uh, And I wished everybody that voted for Biden or anybody that's thinking about voting for Democrats could have attended this event yesterday. Dr. Aaron Hedlund, who did work in the Trump administration, he's a professor at Mizzou. The guy's on this show from time to time. He takes all these really deep economic topics and he distills them down to how they affect you. And I'll give you the bottom line. It's what they did in this presentation yesterday. And it wasn't this presentation was about the economy. It's not about going after a political party. It's about the economy. And out of necessity, blame laid at the feet of Joe Biden. But it's what they did yesterday. Show me yesterday. They did like a timeline. Okay, when, uh, for example, when Joe extended the unemployment benefits, here's what happened. And here you can see the numbers. I mean, just put, nobody could deny how poor the Democrat mindset is for our country right now. A great event yesterday. Uh, Anytime you get a chance to do that, check out any of that stuff that the Show Me Institute does. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi saying yesterday the attack on her husband will impact her decision on whether to remain in Congress after the midterm election. She's calling on folks to stop the misinformation that is fueling political violence and urged Americans to vote to defend our democracy. I don't recall her saying that stuff after Democrats sent a gunman to a congressional baseball game. I don't recall her saying that after that reporter was killed by a Democrat in Las Vegas because he was exposing what this elected official was doing. Democrat killed the reporter in Las Vegas. I didn't hear Nancy saying those words 
after that happened. Uh, after there was almost an assassination attempt on a justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. I didn't hear Nancy say those words then. Didn't hear it happen. Hope you'll stay with us. Chris for Arps, ChrisArps.com. He is going to be joining us. You see him on Newsmax TV all the time. This dude knows Missouri politics. Uh, his take, because we've got different, you know, everybody's making predictions. Will the will Republicans take 54 seats in the Senate? Will it be 51? Uh, Larry Sabato, much respected political mind, kind of a pollster, does a lot of stuff. The number that he is saying, he's saying only 51. Chris, Chris, Seriously, Chris. what's it like uh, at the home of Chris? And B-E-C-K-Y. What's it like at your guys' house this morning? Because you both, by the way, you guys are knuckles, if not elbows deep into politics. What's it like on election day in the ARPS household, man? Uh, you know, I hate to tone down the excitement there you built up, Brandon, but uh, pretty much like every other day. Yeah. <laughs> Constant <laughs> political talk. Uh, Chris Farbs, check out the website, ChrisFarbs.com. He now also has his own radio show in the afternoons in St. Louis, writes for RedState.com. Got the web- and the website, by the way, uh, ChrisFarbs.com. I think you like it because it keeps pretty fresh. And if oh. you're listening to this show, uh, well, then you like what Chris is posting on, on there. What are you especially <laughs> proud of right now up there on your website? I'm proud that you got the name right, so I don't have to buy any more domain names to have them point out to. That's what I'm proud of. Christopher Arps, Chris Arps, you know, I don't have to buy any more domain names. But uh, mainly I've just been putting up stuff uh, about the uh, about today's election. Uh, if you go to my website, there's a really interesting article that the uh, New York Times did uh, saying that the Democrats and the Republicans are competing for the black male vote. Um, this year. And you know, Brandon, we talked about this on your show in the past, how uh, Stacey Abrams down in Georgia is bleeding black male support. Donald Trump received 20% of the black male vote in 2020. So uh, that's a very interesting dynamic to look at uh, this Tuesday, this election, to see um, how well the Republican Party did with the African-American male vote. And I think the, the other thing that's been interesting with all that, and I just want to do a little bit of this real quick. Today's conversation regarding the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act does occur against the backdrop of a resurgence of Jim Crow-style voter suppression measures. Remember, it was all Jim Crow. It was all Jim Crow. Yeah. Jim Crow stuff. Jim Crow stuff. Uh, but now... The numbers are extraordinary. <laughs> we have seen black men participate at 91.8%. So... Oh, it's not so bad after all. You know, all that stuff we spewed, the Joe and everybody. It's Jim Crow. It's Jim Crow. Yeah, we were wrong. Well, it's hard to make a case for widespread voter suppression and Jim Crow is now Jim Eagle when you have record numbers of African Americans coming out to vote. Um, it just doesn't uh, just doesn't jive, friend. Well, Remember that word, jive? Jive, yeah, jive, and and it just it, it's not working out. And again, it's just it's proof of the lies that Democrats and, and and I say you might get tired of hearing me say it but it is really important especially here on election day get out vote don't forget your voter ID you are going to need that valid ID you can still vote even if you don't have an ID it's just going to be a little different for you mm-hmm. um, 
but the, these just just flat out lies um, that are, are being told. And I do want to do this real quick. Things are hopping here. We're going to be doing election coverage tonight, but I want to share a couple of quick notes that we're getting here at the radio station regarding turnout. Boonville, Teresa says Boonville. Nice turnout. Good to see Kevin checking in from Jamestown. Uh, please remind folks, valid photo ID. Very busy at Jamestown this morning. Howard County running pretty steady. Uh, Allen says it's election day. Remember, if your side wins, it's okay. If your side loses, then they cheated. <laughs> he might be telling the truth. Hey, before, and obviously this is a huge, huge day. We're voting on a lot of different things here in, uh, in Missouri. You might want to get your take on any guidance you might have on the amendments, especially A3, which has really rocked a lot of folks' uh, worlds and kind of their conceptions on, yes, I want legalized marijuana. But I uh, don't know if this is the uh, the right way to do it. But before we get into that, I want to ask you, uh, I know you're yes, a Trump sir. fan. I'm a Trump fan. 2015, after several times when Trump had talked in 8 and 12 about running, I said, get this clown out of here. We don't need a <laughs> Trump for president. 2015, things were very differently. Yes. So I've been a big, huge Trump opponent. Uh, but, man... When he doing things like he did last night, saying, hey, I'm making a big announcement coming up on the 15th next Tuesday. It's widely expected that he might announce a run for presidency with Trump. You never know. He likes that rope a dope man. But let's say he is. I still, Chris, I just don't think this is a good thing. Well, I I, I, I think it's so boy, it sounds like I'm stuttering there. I think it's okay if, if he wants to announce. After the election, you know, that's his doing. I don't, you know, that that's his uh, that's his prerogative. I just think now of all of the speculation before the election, of the day of the election, the focus needs to be on the Republican candidates, yeah. not on what Donald Trump is going yep. to do in 2024. And we don't need Democrats focusing their last-minute uh, ads on Donald Trump to skew some uh, last-minute voters. I, I, if he's going to run for president, that's great. That's his prerogative. Just, you know, tap it down until, you know, after the election. Yeah, and I think even by virtue of saying, hey, I've got a big announcement coming up next week. I mean, you know, you're almost doing the same same mm-hmm. thing. It's like, Donald, come on, man. Let us get our head around Tuesday, November the 8th. And Wednesday, November, uh, November the 9th. Uh, da, 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 the amendments. Do you know how you're voting on all the amendments here in Missouri? I know one right. specifically that I'm going to vote against, and that is the Amendment 3, mm-hmm. the, uh, the uh, legalization of marijuana for recreational use. Look, when a measure has bipartisan support against it, then you know something is definitely wrong with it. And the big provision in Amendment 3 that seems to have everybody up in arms is is that those who have medical marijuana licenses right now, um, this uh, amendment seems to rewrite the Constitution to give them an up uh, lead on getting the recreational uh, medical marijuana licenses. And people just see that as not as not fair and then there's language in there about a chief equity diversity officer or something a lot of people are not uh not too keen on that so uh, i'm against that i don't think it's going to pass the other amendments not so much I, i know about i have to read up on them before i go to the polls yeah. Well, here, I will just tell you how to vote and how to think on Thank these you. issues, Chris. Uh, it's a yes on all of them except for three. Uh, and then the the idea, do we need a constitutional convention? Nah. Yeah, I'm that's, against that. That's well. what to do. Uh, by the way, and we did get this. 
Man, we, uh, so Friday, and we've got a question here on the text again, and I'm not knocking people. I, I, I get the, I don't know if it's misinformation as much as it's just crafty uh, wording, but uh, a text from a listener this morning is CRT buried in Amendment 3. No, CRT, and we we almost got our... Hannah, did we get our butts kicked on Friday? No, we did a pretty good job of explaining the facts and centering where the confusion was coming from. Yeah, but you still got your butts kicked a little bit. Yeah. Even though we were factual, <laughs> we were being right. CRT is not critical race theory in schools. It's not in in the thing. And it's what's happening. There's some very crap. And I would love to say it is because it's just another reason to vote no on Amendment yeah. 3. Yeah. It is simply... The idea of CRT going into public schools in Amendment 3, it is not in there. And is what happens, there's a local Republican group, county group, has a pretty craftful ad. They talk about public education and CRT, but not necessarily together. It's about publicly educating the public about marijuana, but people hear public education and CRT, and they're, they're, they're conflating the two. We even had somebody text us on Friday and say... I don't care if there's CRT in it or not, but if yeah. if that's what makes people vote no, then I'm going to tell people that there's CRT in it. Uh, and they made a mistake when they wrote the amendment. They shouldn't have put diversity officer or whatever it is because, you know, people are going to equate, especially in these times, diversity with CRT. And I don't think they realized that when they when they put that in the language. They, diversity officers are supposed to make sure that all of the marijuana licenses and are uh, are, grant, are given out equitably, but uh, yeah. people are conflating that with CRT, of course. Chris Arps, ChrisFarbs.com, hanging out with us on Wake Up Mid-Missouri this morning. Chris, we've been watching the, the whole deal here in uh, Mid-Missouri with the Cole mm-hmm. County Clerk, Steve Korsmeyer, basically to use a phrase telling Department of Justice to pound sand and stay out of his polling places. <laughs> Didn't DOJ and their their representatives do some overwatch in St. Louis like in 2016? And do you recall what the outcome, if anything, was of that? I don't remember specifically. I know that during the whole Ferguson um, situation that the Justice Department had some oversight over the police department. I know that the Justice Department was concerned because the Ferguson Florissant School District, even though it was overwhelmingly African-American, it had a predominantly white school board. And so there were some things uh, uh, going on with the voting to try to make it that uh, more African-Americans would be uh, represented on the board. But other than that, I'm not too familiar with any irregularities or, or, or anything like that. Off the text, 874-9390. Natalie says, good morning, Christopher. I've driven by good two morning. polling. Good morning, Natalie. She says, I've driven by two polling places, one Callaway County, the other Boone County, packed with cars. People get out and uh, vote. Just information from Robin, National Guardsman that I've talked to, for which my son is one of, says to vote yes on that amendment because they would like to be their own entity. And yeah, that's an easy one. National Guardsman Amendment um, uh, Amendment 5, uh, giving the National Guards through their own bosses. You know, Brandon, here's something I'd be, I, I'm curious about. What was the, uh, was the early voting or absentee voting, that type of stuff, was that heavy in your area? Uh, yeah, Brianna Lennon, as a matter of fact, Boone County Clerk, she, uh, she'd been given some numbers and saying, hey, it's been pretty robust. Steve Korsmeyer, the, uh, the really busy, 
Uh, Clark and he, he equated yeah. it to 2018 numbers, saying I think they okay. had several thousand, uh, several thousand early ballots in coal. <clears throat> As a matter so of the conventional, the conventional wisdom is that the Democrats all vote early and by mail and all of that, and Republicans uh, come to the polls on election day. And we're we're hearing reports of heavy turnout. I'm wondering if those are mostly Republicans. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll see tonight, or maybe by tomorrow, or maybe by Thursday, when we have full results from... (laughs) Friday, uh, Saturday, eventually. Uh, Steve Korsmeyer is going to be joining us 710. Want to find out what happened in that meeting with the Department of Justice and the Secretary of State yesterday, uh, and then what you can expect to see at the polls today, 874-9390. Coming up, uh, you want to do... uh, I don't know if you want to do your picks. Everybody's got a crystal ball this time of year, but maybe I'll compare your picks again. Larry Sabato. Uh, he's talking about how many seats he think thinks Republicans might have by the yeah, time. I'm just going to use his predictions. So yeah, uh, okay. Do. All right. Let's <laughs> let's see if you mirror his predictions. Chris Harris, more with Chris Farr. They are his predictions. <laughs> uh, more with Chris five minutes from now. Good morning. Get out, vote. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri, featuring Brandon Rathers. Can you imagine if we go for this mandatory vaccine? The Glenn Beck Program. America, dear God Almighty, you will deserve everything you get. Glenn Beck, you deserve it. Weekdays at noon. We're sheep. On 93.9 The Eagle. 19 states have legalized marijuana. Now it's our turn, Missouri. A yes vote on Amendment 3 is a vote to help our law enforcement do their job, fighting serious crime, and create millions in new funding for veterans' health care. That's going to help a lot of people in this state. For our vets, for our police, for Missouri, vote yes on Amendment 3. Paid for by Legal Missouri 2022. Paul Bacci, Treasurer. The dentist chair. Spiders. Your in-laws' creepy basement. Mannequins. And loud, sudden flushing from automatic toilets. No matter what scares you, what's in your water should not. At Culligan of Mid-Missouri, they offer the Culligan Total Defense Filter through their reverse osmosis system. And 98.9% of all organic compounds will be removed from your water. Which means 100% of your fear will go right down the drain. Ask Culligan about an in-home water test. Because you should know what's in your water. CulliganMidMissouri.com Unlock your potential in a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Versatile, capable, and with thousands of ways to customize, a Sprinter van can drive your ambitions. Plus, with an IRS Section 179 tax break, you can get up to $5,670 in tax savings. Your tax rate and eligibility may vary. Consult your tax advisor for more information. Limits may apply. Visit mbvans.com. Offer valid through December 31st, 2022. 24-7 ColumbiaMercedesBenz.com. Distinctively different Drewing Automotive. When working with the structure of your home, it's crucial that you hire a company that is precise. Hi, I'm Michelle. My husband, Chris, and I are the owners of A1 Foundation Solutions. Here at A1, we do every job with the same quality and attention to detail like we would do for ourselves, our friends, or our family. We aren't done with our projects until they meet our satisfaction, and we won't be done with your project until it meets your satisfaction. Your home is our home with A1 Foundation Solutions. A1FoundationSolutions.com. My name's Eric Brimmer, and my family and I now know why 
Adam Kinzer is called the master of disaster because we had a Saturday morning, 5.30 a.m. flood in our basement. And within about 30 minutes, his entire team was at our house, drying equipment, moving furniture. And I've, I've known the folks at Service Master for a long time. I had no idea the extent of all of the work that they do. And I can't recommend them enough to you and your family. Call the man in the yellow van at 443-8383. It's getting a little chilly in here, Russie. Do you mind firing up Old Reliable and warm this place up? Sure, honey. Uh, honey, I think Old Reliable has become unreliable. Uncomfortable. Russie, I think it's time to call AirServe. I agree. They've always been dependable. Their reviews are off the chart, and they have financing. Is it time to invest in a new heating system that can lower utility bills and won't keep you up at night? Schedule your appointment with our home comfort designer at AirServe.com today. Oh, AirServe will put you in your comfort zone. When you start spending money on your marketing, making mistakes is not something you want to do. So Roy Williams, author of the best-selling books The Wizard of Ads and Secret Formulas of The Wizard of Ads, presents the 10 most common mistakes in marketing. Number 7. Believing that old media no longer works. Sure, back in the 20s, people thought a website was a place where a bunch of spiders hung out. Nowadays, you must have a solid online present and a sharp website. But that's not all. If you want to see a jump in your online marketing efforts, start advertising on radio and television. On-air and online work hand-in-hand. Push your website in your radio and TV ads, and the traffic on your website will show a massive increase. And you can't credit all of the success to your online efforts alone. In fact, you'll want to attribute most of that success to mass media. For more on the 10 most common mistakes in marketing, visit ZimmerCommunications.com, your marketing resource in mid-Missouri. ZimmerCommunications.com. Opinions on social issues? We throw those around, too. Wake up mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle. report any incident that comes out about crime especially gun violence definitely you know strikes fear in my heart as a mom and as a mayor most of these incidents that we're hearing about are not random acts Mar- uh, mayor barbara buffalo columbia she is correct talking uh, on the heels with one of our local tv stations after two women shot and uh, killed over the weekend the killer the alleged the accused killer was kind enough to spare his baby in that situation breaks my heart, but the mayor's right there. Most of these crimes and not to say that we cannot not fight this, but she's, you know, th- this is family stuff. It's street stuff. And it's usually, uh, it's usually revenge. And most of these things happen in the same parts of town. Welcome to the show. Wake up mid Missouri. Stephanie's back tomorrow. She's doing important election work, uh, in, uh, in St. Louis. Christopher Arps is hanging out with us here. On the uh, show, and I have a question for you, Chris, yes, regarding sir. something I'm wearing. But first, let's take a quick phone call. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's chat with uh, Turner. Turner, welcome into Wake Up Mid Missouri. What can we do for you? Hey, I did a little research on the judges we're voting on. Yeah, um, that's always a hard one. Yep. I've tracked down some case law and things like that. Yeah, um, and I guess people will align differently along these issues, but uh, at least they'll know. Um, the two Supreme Court judges we have up before us, I think I think they're great. One of them's new, Robin Ransom, but yep. the mayor, I mean, the governor likes mm-hmm. her, so I'm, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Um, the other one, the the chief, uh, Zell Fisher, um, he's really been a lion standing up for um, 
uh, kind of common sense values, um, not okay. not forcing uh, transgenderism on uh, schools. There was a case where a okay. transgender student was yeah. looking for, was wanting to have the right to go in the locker room of the other gender. And, All right. And, Turner, uh, uh, man, we, you've got some interesting stuff. We could sit here and chat mm-hmm. uh, all day, uh, but I'm running out of time. Thank you. I Hey, Chris, we had uh, Secretary, yeah, it was a very good call. Um, Jay Ashcroft, uh, we were speaking with him last week. Here's how he votes on the judges. He says there's only been like two or four judges in the history of Missouri that have ever been like uh, uh, recalled or not retained or whatever. So you know what the Secretary of State, you know how he handles it when he sees the judges mm-hmm. on, his, on his ballot? Uh, is what he does is he just votes no. Because he knows they're not going to be, they won't be voted out, if you will, as the secretary. I do the same thing. Do you? I do the same thing. I mean, look, I mean, we should vote on our representatives, vote on judges. I get that. But we don't have any information on them. It's kind of unfair. I vote no on all the judges unless I know them. And one of the judges that I know ran, ran for county executive, so I voted for him. But all the other ones, I'd vote no. And uh, and the guy did, and the biggest thing is because it's hard to find information on looking exactly. these people. I, I I think it's an odd idea that we vote on that stuff anyway. I really do. Yeah. Chris Arps, Chris Arps, ChrisFarbs dot com, hanging out with us. So if you're watching uh, our video feed on YouTube, <laughs> Wake Up Mid Missouri, you can watch it every day. Great thing to watch. You get behind the scenes info. I'm wearing a shirt today. Uh, it says Let's Go Brandon. Now, and, and I did it because it's my name. It's it's like a name tag. Is it spelled basically. the same way? It's spelled wrong. They spelled it wrong. Oh, okay. But it's oh, like okay. a name tag. It's just a giant name tag. If I went and went to vote today, do you think I'd get kicked out? Yeah, you'd get bounced, dude. Really? Even if that's your name, uh, Brandon is too associated with... Uh, with uh, President Biden, and I think the Democratic election workers in the office would have in the polling place would have an absolute conniption fit and would have you bound. They would cry and out. wet their pants. <laughs> let me, let me. I'm not. Uh, can I get a second opinion? Is uh, is your wife there? Let me chat with your wife. She is. All right. Let me chat with Becky Arp. She knows what's going on. Well, hi there. Hey, Becky. What are you doing? I'm just getting ready to uh, go vote and advise my candidate in the polling places that he should be shaking hands at. Advise me on this. 15 seconds. I'm wearing a shirt that says, Let's Go Brandon. It's my name. Don't do it. Don't do it? Don't do it. How come? It, you're, it, unless your intent is to make news. 